Hey, I'm Mutita Panmuk, your business operations strategist. I help six to seven figure service based entrepreneur to get back at least 10 hours a week with Get Unstuck Method. You are in the right place if you want to scale your business that support your lifestyle. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter at beforeyouscale.com. And it's time. Let's get unstuck. Hi, everyone. So please welcome with me, Veronica Abram. She's multi-business owner as well as confidence and transformation coach. Veronica believes that personal development doesn't have to be complicated, but through in- intentional action and consistency, everyone can transform their life. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me on the, on the podcast. I really appreciate this. I've been looking forward to it for quite some time. Yeah, me too. I have joined your Facebook community and see you around. And I really like your personal branding. Well, thank you. I'm glad to hear. It's, uh, it's something that I have a lot of fun. It's definitely a, a fun passion. So it doesn't feel like work to me. Yeah, it's especially your hair colors and your picture always like spark joy for me. I have to tell you that. Oh, that's yeah. so great. I have I to get it. a refresher right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell us a little bit more about when you were when you were younger oh when i was younger i grew up first generation canadian so my family's from romania my parents escaped communist romania so i grew up really hearing a whole bunch of stories that almost seemed like they came from a book you know the stuff that you hear on tv or see on tv or you read in books or novels right they were always so extraordinary so I was very much an introverted, shy kid, but there's this part of me that always connected with this hero journey or this hero story. One of my favorite quotes since I've been a kid was, uh, do it afraid. And as somebody who was super shy, but was like a big dreamer and really leaned into these stories, these hero stories and felt connected to them. Yeah, I just, I I did a lot of things afraid. And then as I, you know, matured and I've gone through different life events and milestones and identified different chapters of my own hero journey, you know, we have many hero stories within our hero journey. I ended up understanding that when it came to personal branding, that's really what gives people the heart to like their brand or who they are is identifying, you know, what their hero story is and walking authentically and wholeheartedly into, you know, who it is that they're supposed to be. So, um, yeah, I just, I I don't even know how to answer that because there's just so much, you know, like, how how did you grow up? And I, but I always felt like I was this dreamer. I always wanted this extraordinary life. I always wanted the storybook life. So you realize if you really, like, lean into that person that you are, that everybody does have that hero story. Yeah. And it's been more than 10 years for you in entrepreneur journey, right? Exactly. Yeah. And anybody who knows started or been in, you know, this entrepreneurial sort of life knows that you definitely feel like you're battling it out <laughs> a lot of the times, you know, you feel like you're, you're fighting a good fight. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but at the end of the day, it's one of the most saddest, like soul satisfying things to be able to really create something that isn't, you know, you know, you in a box, but you're creating who it is that you want to be and how you want to be perceived and what you want to offer from the ground up. It's an extraordinary journey in itself. Even though you are in the entrepreneurial journey for like more than 10 years, but you do have the turning point. What would happen for you to transform something and from what you are doing today? The way it goes oftentimes with 
adults at least, is we don't tend to feel an incentive to change until we've hit that rock bottom, until we've hit that pain point, right? It's like that that threshold between like pain and pleasure, you know, it, you have to hit that point where it's it, it hurts too bad for you to stay as you are. And I think one of the, the biggest, most uh, monumental times in my life was a few years ago. Uh, I thought I had it all together. I thought that, you know, everything was going according to plan. And I say that with air quotes. Um, but in the span of six weeks, my partner came to me, said that he wasn't in love anymore. I thought we were going to get married. Um, my friend circle just completely dissipated. Uh, my best friend and her husband moved to Spain from, you know, Canada to Spain. And I turned 30 to like crickets. It was, it was, nobody was around. Everything went quiet, you know? And as somebody who's definitely an empath and I thought I'd invested, you know, and I'd given so much, it, it, it really crushed me. Like my, my heart was just completely broken in so many ways. And I spiraled for about a year after that. I, I spiraled into depression, anxiety, alcohol, drug addiction, until I came to that point where I was like, you know, Veronica, no, nobody's listening to your little violin, by the way, you're, you're alone at this point. And I had to make a choice. And, you know, I'd felt like I'd really lost myself over the years. And that was really what kickstarted my own personal journey in discovering who I was, who Veronica was, apart from who other people saw me as, apart from, you know, who I was to other people, but really coming back to that, you know, place of home and authenticity and living my authentic wholehearted life. And it sounds like it should be so simple, but oftentimes peeling back those layers takes, you know, time. It takes gosh, a lot of even just, you know, blood, sweat and tears. But once you do get to that point where you can really feel that you fill up a space and that you're enough, you don't need anything else. It was an extraordinary journey. So that's really what kickstarted my whole thing of, you know, an online career because I, I committed, you know, if I was to figure this out, I was going to help other people to live their authentic, wholehearted self, to really meet them at their lowest point and speak to their higher potential. Wow, that's so impactful. I found personally, I understand you completely. Like my turning point also when I hit rock bottom. But believe it or not, there are many people still don't know where they are in the rock bottom just yet. And they keep going down deeper and deeper unknowingly. And that scares me. And I don't know how to help them by that. Have, how, you how would you, you? You can't? You can't. Oh. No. <laughs> I know that's not the answer that you were probably expecting. That's the thing is that people's pain threshold is different. You know, what's going to break me is different than what's going to break you, right? We all have our own triggers and it may very well be that they haven't hit the rock bottom. Like you might look at that and think like, don't you want to like get out of this? But they haven't hit it. There's also a couple things that I found are integral and yeah people do hit rock bottom and they don't get up and common denominator i found among people who do make a change is one taking radical responsibility if you if you keep blaming the world you're gonna think you have no power if you believe you have no power you're not gonna believe that you can make a change so until you take radical responsibility of your life um you won't change you won't transform you won't you won't get up (laughs) i think it's good to think that Rational responsibility in your life are actually your daily day necessary, right? Like daily day requirement, like having a place to live, the food to eat, taking care of your health, etc. 
what about the journey of entrepreneurship that is quite roller coaster and up and down in some way? Do you think that this is something that we have to keep thriving along the time, or it's just something that should be stable? I think that everybody's journey is different. You know, some people, you know, might scale something to a certain degree and then feel that you know that's enough. I feel like entrepreneurs tend to be the kind of people that they, they don't like to stay in one place. That can work for us or against us at times, but I feel like that journey can just look different for everybody. Um, at the end of the day, I think that do you have potential to do more? Like that's the question. You know, do you have a capacity and a desire to do more? And I think that if you have that, you know, desire in you. Not to honor that is to not live your authentic, wholehearted self. And maybe it'll take, you know, trading stability for stepping into another place where you're out of your comfort zone in order to really see what you're capable of. But that journey is going to look different for for everybody. I think it's very nice way to put that. Do you honor yourself? Like I think a few weeks ago, I just. Talk to my coachy. Like I did some guest coaching for other people courses, and I joined their coaching group, and they were so confused. And I was telling them that, "Hey, I honor you for showing up. I appreciate you the way you make decision in life." And what you just mentioned right now made me realize that we actually seek validation from others, but not making that decision by ourselves. How would you? What would you? Put like what would you input in that scenario? One thing that was really pivotal for me was identifying what my core values were. And you know, I come from also like business and also startup communities, and core values are super trendy, you know. But we forget that like why do companies have core values? It's because it keeps you on trajectory. And it helps you self-audit. You know what is for you and what isn't. You know, just because one company is doing something doesn't mean that that's part of you know what you should be doing. It also helps you to establish culture, right? You have a specific culture that you're inten- intentionally trying to you know curate. So why is it that we don't get as intentional when it comes to our own lives? I think that we really complicate things because we lean into emotion. Where you know feelings are not an indicator of what's true, feelings are an indicator of how you per- perceive yourself and the world around you. That's different, and I don't feel like we can honor our emotions, honor our feelings if we're letting them steer us, right? Because basically, it's why do I think this? It's asking the why behind something rather than this is the what, right? So. When I was able to identify my core values, like that's your true north, right? Even if the decision is difficult to make, the answer is easy. Do you know what I mean? What what you should be doing is really really simple. But feelings, like you know, you and I can get a text or an email right now that would trigger us, right? There's going to be something. Literally, you could go from like one mood to another in microseconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm just being honest. There's things that trigger me. There's things that trigger you too, right? Okay. Yeah. So our feelings are volatile. Uh, we can't honor them when we are letting them steer us. You know which way we should go. Yeah. But once you identify your core values, you can come back to that and say, "Does this align? Yes or no?" And oftentimes, the answer is way, way easier to identify when you compare them to what your values are. Uh, in the question to what the value is, then you know how do I feel? That's so vague. It's so obscure. 
Yeah, having a core value for me is like having a North Star that I always mm -hmm. optimize towards like an end goal currently or like something that I look up to that this is something that is going to be there keeping me safe and keep everything exactly. in my life toward the same thing. Surprisingly, that not many people able to discover that earlier in the entrepreneur journey. So they have to change yeah. the space or niches or um, many expertise until they able to form where they really want to go. And mm -hmm. I think that's very important, like related to what you mentioned about the performance, the way they make decisions, habits wise and everything. And these are personal branding, right? Like these form. Yeah, absolutely. Like let's take, you know, that principle too. And, and this is really trendy, like be aligned, right? You hear that all the time and it's like, but, but be aligned to what? <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta identify first what, you need to be aligned too. And that's why like I, I've got on my website right now and, and we can also plug that as well, but I've got uh, a worksheet and it's literally like a core values worksheet. And there's a list of like 200 or almost 250 core values. That's a lot. And pick five. <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah you, don't know, you don't need to have all of them. But if you look at that, you're going to see a few that jump out at you right away. And you're like, this is the culture I want to have in my life. This you know, if I can, you pick five core values and then you define them for yourself. So the definition of each core value is, a, I call it a guiding principle, right? And it's not to say that you get it right all the time, but you can always come back to that and know like how to gauge if you're, you know, on trajectory, on the right path, or if you're off, right? But you, you've got to have some sort of measure. And if you don't have that measure, you're never going to know if you're aligned. You're going to go by your feelings. And that's why People are so confused and also the culture of their life. They're not intentionally cultivating it. You know, be aligned, be aligned to what? Identify what those five core values are. For, for me, it was love, integrity, gratitude, courage, and authenticity. You know, and then I define them because how I might define love is different maybe than how you might define love, right? You know, I define love as, um, you know, to operate from a place of kindness, compassion, and respect towards others and myself. It's always twofold too. Values are always twofold, how you operate, but also what you allow in like the gates of your city, if that's like your life, you know, there's one gate and how you determine what gets in or in proximity or in your environment is, does it align with my values? Yeah. This is like how you, it would be way easier for everyone to have something handy like this. And I always say that everything that get major, get organized. So when you when someone confused and want to organize in life, have something that can be like checklist on them that this is match, mm -hmm. this is not match, will not make them feel overwhelmed rather than reply to the open-ended answer, right? I, I think that would be very useful for many people. Yeah. And I, I mean, when I figured that out, I journaled it. I had it on my fridge. I had it in front of the toilet. I had it on my phone. Like, you know, I had it everywhere. I was like, these are my five core values. These are my, and I, you know, we talk about affirmations and being mindful. Like sometimes you've got to have those things in front of you over and over and over and over again until it, you know, it really develops deep roots, you know? So repetition, having it in front of you, meditating on that, that's how you really drive that home for yourself. Just because you've looked at something once doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, it's going to, to really be close to your heart. So when I made that decision, I said, this is what I want. Then yeah, I put it in front of everything. I created desktop wallpaper, iPhone wallpaper, everything. And now I can more easily identify, you know, if something, it, it, it's a trigger that 
uh, comes up really easily versus something that would have been maybe, you know, a passing thought. I did the same. I mean, I'm still doing it until today. Like I just see some code that I like, I'm just changing everything already. <laughs> I only keep that around. And yeah, that's, that's very fun to do actually. This is another thing that me personally, even though I have a core value that I do focus on right now, I do focus on very integrity and authenticity because I really, last year I hired wrong copywriter that wrote the whole copy that not really align with me. And I tasted the time that I posted myself and for that person did it for me. Totally different. I have to rebrand everything this year, since the beginning of the year. So I have to change the whole message and it's been a hard work to to change that understanding for the people in the past two years even. So that's kind of hard work. And I find that the thing that changed for me is about people who surrounded me at each period of the the personal brand that I have developed from over time. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate enough to like surrounded with the people at the level that I really want to be right now. Like I get to know you. That's not really normal. Like it might, it has to be at the point that I'm ready to connect with someone like you, you know, if not, I wouldn't met you. I I really believe in that. I don't know why, but it's very serendipitous, isn't it? Yeah. And back in the days that I just started or something, I would be surrounded myself with another group of people. And it really is. And I couldn't get out of them until I break through from that stage. And that's, I always fascinating with this human connection. Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually why podcasting is amazing. I would say that there's a really warm community in podcasting. Um, so, and, and also just the people that you would connect with, I mean, the intimate conversations that you would have, you wouldn't really have access to them um, really so easily in, in sort of a different circumstance or environment. So uh, I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like podcasting has um, been this incredible place of growth for, for me, for sure. Yeah. And then since you mentioned that, why you get into a podcast then? So when I was going through, so, you know, I said that I I'd spiraled for a time and then I, you know, came to a point where I was like, okay, well, Veronica, you've got to, you know, transform your life. Like, you know, do you want to die? And the answer was, no, I don't. I just don't want to live so sad. So I had to start making steps and that's, like the, the, you know, short version of something that was like a six long uh, span of time to, to get clean. And then also, you know, it's been a few years now. So I've definitely continued that personal growth journey and I'm continuing even at this point, I will forever. You know, I made a commitment. I remember this time when I was sitting on the floor and I was watching um, Ed Milet's show on YouTube. Like he's got a podcast, but they also have like, you know, they air it on the Um, on YouTube as well and I was watching it and I don't know what it was that he said but there was this sort of thought or prayer that I I internally made and I was like you know what one day when I have this figured out or you know if I get to the other side or at least like this battle that I'm dealing with I am going to be that person to others you know just like he is that person speaking to my highest potential in my darkest place I'm going to be that person speaking to somebody else's you know, best, highest potential while they're in their darkest place. So I kind of said that prayer and it's funny because I, I kind of forgot about it, you know, but I think there's something so sincere about that one in particular that the universe was like, okay, all right. And started making moves and people started approaching me, you know, with being on podcasts. And then, 
uh, you know, saying, hey, you got to start a podcast. And like, I almost resisted it, but everything just flowed. And, and then when I, you know, did launch my podcast, and I, I never thought that I, I, I didn't even like the like sound of my voice, you know, growing up and every oh like sound God. of my How voice, I never even voice. Well, thank you. Thank you. But see how we perceive ourselves. So like, I didn't seek it out necessarily. But within three days of launching my podcast hit number 33 within yeah three days of launching on entrepreneurship and apple podcast and i was just blown away you know the fact that that would happen and this year i'm also going to be 33 so it's like all these things happening and i'm like hmm very interesting so i started it you know from this place of really wanting to serve and i continue to do that you know do it for that reason and again you know being aligned it was in alignment with my my values it wasn't because it was something i was inclined to do necessarily you know people talk about like oh i'm not a natural at this or that and it's like you know what but is it in line in alignment with your values and also are you passionate about impacting people sometimes you have to then step out and develop a skill that you don't have you know just because you don't have a skill or it's not your like baseline doesn't mean that you don't need to or you aren't um, meant to step out and occupy that space. Yeah, hundred percent. I actually, actually, my mom told me to start podcast. I, that's amazing. Yeah, so she bought me this microphone. That's uh-huh. the last time I went back to Thailand, like in January. So I'm stuck here for like few months already. Um, yeah, looking forward to go back home actually. But she bought me this microphone and said, "Just start podcast." I know you like interviewing people. Yeah, because I did like live interview in Facebook group before, but mm-hmm. she said if you don't spreading it out the words like doing more to like scaling to people like on the YouTube or podcast, no one gonna hear this story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad that your mom supported you. Because I'm an only child, she has no one else to support, I guess. <laughs> she lived recklessly through you, right? <laughs> yeah, she couldn't say anything. <laughs> only That's saying, awesome. okay, just give it a try. Yeah. Um, I, I really grateful for that. And I also like podcasts as well because I think it's more intimate. I don't know why. It's kind of different from like radio interview i did that also i i was on someone radio like we need to use skype for a radio interview and that's mm-hmm. also different it's not the same as podcast and the time that i get into podcasts I, I get to listen a lot more offline on the plane and stuff mm-hmm. it's really the the voice of the person like when i'm talking to you today after we finish interviewing i will still remember your voice and what you have been like our great conversation today and it will remind me from further that like I talk to someone else and it's resonate from what I'm just talking to you. I just refer them to what I spoke to you today, right? And then get to share mm-hmm. this one that I just interview you. Yeah. Something like that. And yeah, it's become of one of my norm already. Amazing. Yeah, it's definitely more intimate conversations. And that's why I say like if anybody can one get on podcasts or you know, start their podcast. If you've got that desire, like, you know, lean into it. It's a very warm, warm community and you're going to meet amazing people and you're going to make amazing friends, like lifelong friends through it. Yeah, I agree. And let's talk about your podcast. So you have the podcast course as well that combined the personal yeah. brand. Can, can you walk me through that? Yeah. So, I mean, my podcast is Hero Academy Podcast and then, you know, going off the same thing, we've got Podcast Hero Intensive, which is like a 10 week program to help people launch their podcast, but also link their business with it so that they can, um, you know, bring those listeners into a community and even as clients. So there's that, but then there's also podcast hero tour, which 
you know, as we're talking here, it, I, I just, I don't want to keep that to myself. I want people to be able to step into the podcasting community. Like if you have a story if you, and you have a hero story, everybody has a hero story. Everybody's on a hero journey. Um, then, you know, through that whole program, the first, actually the first module to all of my consulting, whether it's, I've got Instagram, I've got podcasts, I've got branding, it's always a hero journey. So we talk about the hero journey, which is going, you know, identifying the, the three different components, which is, uh, you know, from helpless to in the hustle to then becoming the hero. And the reason you want to tell that story or identify it and learn how to story tell is because as much as somebody might aspire to your highlight reel, they may not be able to connect to it, but they could connect with your struggles. Mm. So when we tell that full story, we really bridge the gap with hope. So I always start with the hero journey and you identifying your hero stories, multiple stories. And there are certain ones that you might still be in the middle of, and that's okay. I think, you know, it's important when you want to connect with people to start with vulnerability and then, you know, go to the wins, right? So that you can build that, that bridge of hope. But um, yeah, with the different programs that I have, including podcast hero tour, it's like, let's identify your unique hero story that really ties into your personal brand that makes you unique. Cause nobody can tell it like you can um, figure out the morals, figure out the tools. What can you give a value? And then, you know, how can you reach out to podcasts within your niche so that you can connect those dots and be able to reach that audience that needs to hear your message. I just know that. So hero journey is like the, the call story. No, the call narrative, right? And then you have the hero stories that also many perspectives from the hero journey itself, something like that? Yeah, well, I mean, our oh. life is a hero journey, but we have many hero stories in there. You know, I could talk about my transformation, transformation journey, you know, three years ago, but also about eight years ago, I dropped out of college and uh, ended up doing door knocking and booked like 50K within four weeks. <laughs> wow. You know, no degree, no marketing money. That's a hero story in and of itself, right? Going from helpless to hustle to becoming the hero, mm -hmm. um, you know, stepping out. And, and that's the thing too, is as you, as you tell a hero story, people will see themselves, like I was saying before, people will see themselves as a hero in their own story. So start identifying certain parts because they may not have gone through specifically that event, but they've gone through that emotion of feeling helpless, of feeling confused, of feeling uncertain, of feeling, you know, abandoned or, you know, desperate or sad or grieving, right? So as we tell those stories, we help them see themselves going through a hero journey. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and each of us have our own, you know, I can't, I can only, nobody can tell my story like I can, nobody can tell your story like you can. So that's why it's really important to come back to that place. And that's where I feel authenticity lives and also your own personal brand, own your story. You know, even if you think it's ugly, own it because that is part of who you are. Right. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. And in the freedom of you telling your own story, you give other people permission to own theirs as well yeah that's important oh thank you for clarifying that for me i have never think about it that way before but that makes very much sense for me right now that's why there are many perspectives of life so there are many stories yeah that, that really makes yeah. sense. <laughs> you know one chapter to another and you're like here we go again <laughs> no because you 
from what I understand, this is so funny. I have interviewed people, right? But then when I check their story, it seems as like they speak the same thing over and over again whenever they show up to the any media. And I'm not sure whether that would be their something like hero journey or just a part of their hero story because that's what I see. And yeah, like when on the events, like live events day, they're going to repeat the same thing again. So I, I just couldn't separate that. But when you break down, yeah. I, I get to understand that, oh, okay, so actually it, they are more in-depth on it, but they not just touch on it. You have a team, right? You're not, work, mm-hmm. you're not doing everything alone. Since when you started to like having a team support you in your entrepreneurial journey? So I would say that this year, I mean, having been an entrepreneur, having businesses for the last 10 years, I identified that as I like launched my agency, I didn't want, you know, I don't have the ego I used to and thinking I had to wear all the hats. So to find people who are really geniuses and what it is that they do. So I've got, you know, my systems girl, who's like my online business manager and does all the backend stuff, you know, you know, sets up the proposals, sends them out, connects everything so that it's seamless. And then also like collaboration. So Right now with, um, you know, my team, I've got people that take care of different components of like our, our consulting. I'm the branding person. I'm the personal branding person. I do teach social media, but then I've got somebody that helps with press and also somebody that helps with like TikTok. So for me, it's, you know, we're stronger together. I don't need to own the whole thing. And it's really great when, you know, you book a client or when you win that other people win too. So it's, it's great to be able to celebrate together and to have that support. Do you have any second thought like before you start expanding your team or you just like go for it because you know that this would be the better way? Yeah. And I mean, sometimes some collaborations don't work out, you know, I feel that I'm the kind of person that will give somebody the benefit of the doubt first, but you know, I think it's really important again, like what are your values? What's your, what are your boundaries? And, uh, and then to, you know, be very clear about what those are with clients and also team members and, um, you know, partners and see how things go, you know, but I feel that all in all, um, I've been really blessed with, uh, some great people that I can collaborate with and team members that have, um, I feel like everybody really owns a piece of the pie. So for me, I've just seen that they're not employees. So I, I do like contract, uh, work. So we team up right? It's not a, I'm your boss. It's you have this component. I have this component. That's how I've structured my business. And uh, it's worked really well that way. Me too. I actually structure my business like that as well. So my team would be my independent contractor and Mm -hmm. they just do their magic power that I couldn't do. (laughs) I just like, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I, I really like this model because it's not really attached to me and it gave me a lot of flexibility. That's great. So in case anyone wants to work with you, how can they reach out to you then? Yeah, so Veronica Abrams on Instagram is a great way to connect with me. Um, Veronica spelled with a K, Abrams, A-B-R-A-M-S. Podcast Hero, if you want to learn how to get on podcasts, then you're going to have a, you know, a link in the description there. You can check out Podcast Hero. For me, it's all about tackling top podcasts within your niche. So they're all top 250 ranked podcasts. And I show you exactly, like our agency typically charges about 2,500 just for one campaign per person, but you can also learn in the course and it's 397. So 
on there, you'll, you'll figure out the process in yourself and learn exactly one, again, you know, mapping out what your hero stories are, how that connects with your offer, and also, you know, how to pitch yourself, how to build a press kit, how to present yourself with confidence. So it's, it's, yeah, probably the best thing is to, to jump in there so that they can be also part of our community as well. <laughs> yes, sounds no brand new for me at all. Everyone, in case anyone interested, just check it out. Thank you so much for joining me today, Veronica. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Hey, Get Unstuck family. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and give us honest review. We really appreciate you. If you would like to learn more about my research or my client experience on weekly basis, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at beforeyouscale.com. And don't forget to get unstuck.